This is the Moms in Motion podcast, where we are running our businesses, running our households, and trying not to run ourselves into the ground while juggling it all. We have figured it out the hard way so you don't have to. We are here to help you build your village, improve your connection with your mom bod, and possibly even navigate business ownership better. If you are looking for all things pregnancy, postpartum, and mom life that's honest and not too serious, this is the podcast for you. We are Krista Williams and Dr. Jen Perna, and we are Moms in Motion. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms in Motion podcast. I'm Krista. Hi, Jen. Hello. How are you? Great. Awesome. So we are talking about being productive today. And we know that as moms, we are often time poor. It's very hard for us to get all of these things done. So we have six things we're going to chat about that hopefully you'll pick up some sort of nugget on how we kind of make everything work and how we put ourselves and prioritize our lives during the craziness. And like, we're not saying we're great at it. I, this is something I need to work on. No, this is like good for us to talk about. This is, please don't think like we are doing this episode because we are the authority in this. We are absolutely not. But in owning businesses and being moms, we've also learned a lot about how to juggle it because you can't do it all. So hopefully this helps you. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to chat about is making sure that you're putting yourself first. And what does your life, what does an important aspect of your life look like? What do you want to prioritize? Working out, getting a massage would be nice. A hobby. Having, yeah, having time to go play pickleball, having time to just... Meet friends for lunch. Yeah. Whatever it is that like fills your cup and you enjoy scheduling that into your week to make sure that it happens. So before you schedule all the other stuff, Mm -hmm. schedule a few things or some time for yourself and make sure that is on the calendar. Yes. And that is like the first thing that you put on the calendar and the last thing you take off. So it's not like you are, you know, all of a sudden the world is burning down and that's the first thing that goes. That really shouldn't be the first thing that goes. Great. So the second one is to stop scheduling yourself like crazy. I know this is another hard one for moms because we have things we want to do. We have things that we need to do for work. And then our kids have their schedules. And it's a lot. But I think moms have this feeling of needing to do all the things, Mm -hmm. like making sure your kid is involved in every Every class, the music classes, the gymnastics classes, the time at like the library, making sure you saw Santa 500 times, like whatever it is, you don't have to do it all. And there's no awards for getting like your kid on a schedule to do a million things in a week. And, you know, it might be too much for them. It's it's first of all, my kids, it's way too much. If they have more than one activity in one day, Mm -hmm. it's way too much. But like I get it that we default to feeling like we need to do all these things for them I I understand that like you just want your kids to have all the experiences and and you want to do all the things and you want them to excel in everything so they're in lots of sports and lots of activities and you sometimes you have to just say no to things and Mm -hmm. like pare down your schedule with all the kids activities like maybe you have to say no to a birthday party once in a while maybe your kid doesn't have to be on three different teams Mm -hmm. like It's different for every family, but whatever feels like is just like, if you're not really looking forward to it and it feels like a lot, like it's got to go. Yeah. It's really got to go. There's nothing wrong with playing with your kids in the backyard. 
or sending them out to do it themselves. I don't understand. <laughs> the, you know, we don't have to sign them up for a million organized sports for them to be active and for them to be having fun. It's just changed a lot. It's you know, like, I, I don't know how that happened, but we are now in like a a society where we our kids do a million things like yeah. they have all of the events and the schedules are jam-packed and we are feeling like we are running ourselves around in the car like crazy like I have clients that they live in the car they absolutely live in the car they eat a lot of meals in the car like and and it might be because you have a bunch of kids and mm-hmm. then you just don't if if each kid is only doing one thing you're still having a really busy night but We just have to be okay with saying no to more Mm -hmm. things so that we are not feeling like we are failing every day in this schedule that is impossible to keep up with. Yeah. And I just think, you know, especially around the holidays, we tend to fall victim to this of like, we have to go see Santa. We have to go to Winter Wonderland. We have to go ice skating. We have to go get hot chocolate. We have to like, we have to make cookies. We have to do this. We have to do, and it's like, we are making ourselves crazy yeah. by overscheduling our kids. And, you know, something that I've done and my husband and I have been pretty strict on is not signing our kids up for too many activities until they're really asking us to sign up for the activity. Like, yeah. we don't just, like, throw our kids into a sport because we want them to be in that sport. Yeah. They have to come to us and say, Mommy, I want to play basketball. Okay, great. We're going to, like, we're, we're going to set that up for you. Try but it. yeah. I'm not going to just go and sign my kid up for every sport, three sports a season, because I want to see what he draws interest to. Like, I just don't, with three kids, I don't have time to do that for three separate kids. And chances are your two or three-year-old is not asking for a sport, a right. music class, a gymnastics activity, and then to run to the library every day. Right, you know? for story like, time. They're just not asking. So yeah. maybe we just need to to do a little bit less. And I think we just put so much pressure, especially as society of like, my kid has to be the best at this or the best at that. And it's like, at the end of the day, just like, let them be kids sometimes. And they're not going to, you know, most of them are not going to school on scholarships for sports and they're not playing professional athletics. So like, so funny story about this (laughs) is that when I was treating young athletes, I saw a number of young, you know, adolescents that were involved in sports. And, you know, there's a statistic that I want to say it's 0.1% of all student athletes end up getting a scholarship, right? So 0.1% of the kids that are playing sports Mm. end up actually getting a scholarship. But do you know what all of those parents would say to me? Because I would would quote that. They'd be like, but that 0.1% is going to be my kid. And it's like... (laughs) Okay, that's like not the it's point. It's probably not. It's like oh not the gosh. point, but like let's just do things that give you joy. You joy watching, yeah. right? Oh but gosh. also the kids joy as well. So just please stop overscheduling yourself. We see this a lot. Um, and it's super important. So the next thing is time blocking. And this is something that it's hard. This is a hard thing to stick to, but this is essentially a fancy way of saying that you have a schedule that you know that you're going to work on X project at X time. Um, and knowing that you have to, you know, from 12 to 2 to get it done and sticking to that and focusing on that. And sometimes what you have to do with that 
is turn your pl- your phone on airplane mode. Turn yeah. off push notifications from social media. Don't check your email during that time. Don't check your text messages during that time. If you know that you are at work or that you are working on a project or that you are doing something for home or whatever the case may be, the project or the thing that you are blocking your time to do, you are not getting distracted by other things. And like I, I tend to... Um to go with the thing like if it only if you only have a minute it will only take a minute and the same thing is like if you only have 30 minutes it only takes it's parking takes that long long, right so if I tell myself I have all day to get up like a post on Instagram it'll take all day day. but if I have a client in 20 minutes and I want to get that done before my client you better believe that Mm -hmm. post will be done in 20 minutes Mm -hmm. so scheduling time to do certain things and realistic time yeah but that might be really helpful in getting done the things you have to get done Mm -hmm. and it is good to to block out your schedule ahead of time but remember don't sacrifice your personal time to do that and then um task batching and I'm not good at this this is something I need to do better with and the reason being is ideally for me task batching would be like train clients on one day and then mm-hmm. do all of the back end work and like the running of the business on another day or spend like do a lot of the tasks that are like each other like if I have an online client and an in-person client and then I have like I have a call with a potential client like doing all of that in one day all of the client facing that would be ideal mm-hmm. but because the schedule is a couple hours a day and I train clients every single day and I also am responsible for childcare mm-hmm. part of the day it doesn't work like that right so I would love for it to work more like that and if you have the ability to like do certain things on certain days and put put tasks that are like each other together that would probably help you stop like jumping around Mm -hmm. to different things and that like task switching in your brain that is what kills you it and it kills me yeah it definitely kills me some days because I'm like I need to think about dinner and train a client and get this podcast episode ready right okay well that's not ideal right but Sometimes it works out like that. Right. Yeah. And like I try to task batch a lot, Um, you know, especially when I was treating, I would do it. I would only treat on a certain day of the week. So, you know, and then it gets sticky because patients, my admin always would laugh at me because I'd say, oh, it's fine. Just put her on this day. And she would say, no, that's not when you're treating. And then that cuts into your time of doing other things. So I try to lump all of my social media posts on one day so that I do all the captions and everything so that all I have to do is submit it and post it on the day that it needs to post. Same thing with podcast episodes. We really try to get a couple in so that we're a little bit ahead of it so that we're not, you know, really up against the clock. Yeah, like we we don't have time to get together each week to record. So each time we record, we're doing like three to five episodes at a time Mm -hmm. so that we're like ahead of the game so that Mm -hmm. in case one of us gets sick or a kid is sick or things come up, like we're just not crunched for time to get this in. And another thing that I do is I do send an email to every new patient at the practice. Um, And so I do that. I also send emails when patients stop coming to their appointments. And then I also send emails to my therapist to let them know kind of their metrics for the week. And I lump all of those emails into a scheduled time in my Mm -hmm. schedule. So I'm not sending those emails, one on a Monday, one on a Tuesday, one on a Wednesday. I just lump everything all at once so that I am in my email server and I am sending a 
bunch of emails from this time to this time. And I can schedule send them. So that does help with that so that I'm not feeling like, okay, great, I'm going to send these all and then I'm going to get a response all at the same time. You can schedule them out, which is nice, but it is really important to try to keep those those tasks together because as as Krista said, the switching is really where you start losing time and then you feel like like you just didn't do anything. We do that all day anyway, right? right? Like it's so hard as a mom to not task switch, Right. right? Like you might be trying to work and then your kid is like climbing on your lap or you might be trying to work on something and then school calls. So right. it's kind of hard to avoid, but you just trying to like n- to lessen it a little yeah. bit because it can really like just make your brain feel like and then you feel it's like going you in a million directions. Get anything it's so done. hard, yeah. Yes. And then you feel like you're not productive. So the next one kind of ties into that, which is pick one thing. Now this was something that was brought to me by my mentors, the Cozines. They're out in California. Love them dearly. But when I started working with them. They suggested, and I thought that this was brilliant, we all have to-do lists, right? We all have, okay, today I need to get this done, this done, this done, this done, and this done. And we end up picking the easiest thing first so that we can kind of like go through and like check down the list of Mm -hmm. all the things and then we feel super productive. But then at the end of the day or at the end of the month, we look back and we're like, what did I really do? I just put a bunch of fires out and like didn't actually work towards a goal. By picking one thing, you are picking one task that if you were to do that one thing and you were to only do that one thing today, that it would still be a successful, productive day. And there have been times where my one thing has been, you know, make a lunch meeting with Krista mm-hmm. or make send an email to a new provider so that I can feel like, okay, I worked towards something for the business, but if I had all fires to put out and that's all I yeah. did and then I did this one thing that I still was working towards my goal of running my practice. And I think this is great because we all have this to-do list, right, that might have things on it that are really important, but also things we don't want to do. So it makes you, like, do the hard thing first that Mm -hmm. might, like, get you the furthest, Mm -hmm. even if it's difficult. Yeah. And it might be something like cooking dinner. Yeah. Like, you know that you have, like, my goal for the day is that I am going to have dinner prepared. Right. So that way you are, if you know it's a busy day or you know that maybe your husband's working late or you know that, you know, the kids have soccer or whatever after, you know, dinner, that you're at least having dinner ready. And like that, I don't think that that might not feel to everyone like that significant, but it, it might be. If, if you have that crazy schedule, like after school, that might be the thing for the day. Or it could be something as like starting on a presentation for work that mm-hmm. is like huge and it's going to be so taxing on your brain mm-hmm. and you've been avoiding it. Yeah. Or outline it. Yeah. I have been a huge fan of starting outlines with a lot of these projects that I do for work is, you know, I love using my notes app on both my phone and my computer because they talk to each other. But I love just making outlines so that I feel productive. And then I can fill in the outline with all the little gritty nitty gritty details when I have time. But sometimes making an outline is a lot easier of a chunk to break off than, you know, sitting and making, you know, the PowerPoint look perfect or whatever, you know, it's, it's sometimes it is picking apart the task. I'm going to start doing this. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm telling you, ever since I started doing outlines, 
Yeah. And, and picking one thing, it really does. And it has to be one thing that is really working towards the goal totally. that you're trying to achieve. Yes. Which I think sometimes are the hardest things yes. when we avoid them. It so can't be like good. putting in laundry, but it can be. I mean, like if that's once well, in a while. Well, if you're really far behind, right, if you're that might be the behind, goal of the day. But yeah. like, you know, it has to be something that is working towards the greater good. Right. Yep. And then the last one is to delegate. So we all need to do more yes, of this we do. as moms. Like do. it doesn't matter if you run a business or not, if you have enough help at home or not, there's always things that we can and should take off of our plate. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just one thing that you have to do this with and maybe it's a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. So that might be your goal in like changing how productive you are is to decide, you know what? I can't get to this. I'm never going to get to this. So I'm going to make an alternative plan for it mm-hmm. and I'm going to stop trying. Yeah. So and that might be that might be a friend that you accept help from. Yep. That might be a spouse, an in-law, a, a partner, yeah, a, a family member or even something at work. Yep. Right. That you're like, you know what? I don't have to be the one doing all of this. Mm -hmm. So you take somebody on your team that is like, can you help me out with this? You know, like there's a lot of different ways we can do this. I mean, you know, I hire someone to clean the house because sometimes it's easier for me to delegate other tasks than work tasks. Right. Especially before I had a team with work. So that allows me the time I need to work to get more work stuff done. So it's it's different for everybody, but pick something. Yeah. It's life-changing. And I will say that this is hard because I yes. am a perfectionist and I know that a lot um, of us yeah, moms type are perfectionists, a right, right? And you will say, but I don't want them to do it because I don't like how they do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, girlfriend. You have to let it go. You got to let it go. I you have, have been, to let that go. I taught my son how to do his laundry and my husband has been helping him. Mm-hmm. They're both terrible at folding terrible but i don't care yeah sometimes you just have to like it's clean and it's getting back in the drawer and you know what yeah it's fine it's fine it's like you know (laughs) it's fine sometimes you just have as good as i would do it or that our babysitter used to do it Mm -hmm. nope nothing's better than than she used to do it even mine but it's fine because i don't have to do it yeah yeah. So I think it's really hard to let go of some of those things and, and give it to someone else. And then, you know, sometimes you're just like getting rid of it completely. Yeah. Like maybe nobody has to do this stuff. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Like, why do we do this? Yeah. Like, no, why is this There's things that, that we, we get this. in like a habit of doing. And like, I mean, there, there are things for work, right? That yeah. I'm like, oh, this is it. I should. I should. Well, maybe I don't need to do it at all. Yeah. It's true. So like that's different for everybody. But maybe you just need to like delegate something to the trash can and I I truly think that we are of the generation of like not being of well we're doing this because this is the way that it was it always was I think Mm -hmm. that our generation is making that shift of like we're a little bit more critically thinking and we're a little bit more like let's make this work for us but it's still very hard to make it work for us and if you you know if you do have tasks or activities or anything that can go Get rid of it because it's really just like holding you back. Um, and so. also it doesn't have to be forever. No. Like, try it. <laughs> Maybe everyone's happier. Right. And if something needs to come back on your plate or on your schedule in the future, it can. But ugh, 
Yeah. Delegate Let's it all or do get less. rid of it. Yeah. Team do less. <laughs> yes. Delegate or get rid of it. And something that my husband and I do for this is every Sunday we will actually sit down with our work calendars and we will figure out, okay, you are able to go to the gym on this day. I am able to work out on this day. I am able to stay late at work on this day. He's going to drop the kids off on this day. And then we actually plan out because if we go more than a week, it's just, it's too much. Oh, yeah. So much oh, can no. change. So we really try to do like week to week. And we plan it on Sunday. We also really try to plan out what are we going to be eating so that we can, you know, map out what do we need in the fridge and uh, what are we going to be cooking or what are we going to be ordering or what what is the plan for dinner this week? Mm -hmm. Because it is important that you have you're on the same page with your partner. I mean, they are your partner. So don't be afraid to tell them to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it doesn't get done the way that you want to do it. No, just... I, t- trying to let go of that like obsession with how the task gets done. And I mean, this is talking from like type A personality, mm-hmm. like nobody does it better than me. Right. Like, I get it. Right. But running a business has made me be like, mm-hmm. you know what? Anyone can do it. I don't care. Like yep. I don't have a dog, but like yep. the dog can take care of yep. this task, you yep. know, like when some when you get to a certain frustration level yeah done is done yeah done is done like it, it doesn't have to be perfect mm-hmm. done is better than perfect yep. so adapt that you know concept to something in your life that's giving you stress and i like I like the delegating things to the trash. I'm going to find something to yeah. delegate to the trash. Delegate it. Yeah. Delegate <laughs> away to the trash, to another person, whatever is going to work for you. But really try. Remember, you can't take from, we always say an empty cup, but if you are time poor, yeah, there we get 24 hours. Right. We get 24 hours in and, a day. And we all have 24 hours. That's we don't it. all have the same 24 right. hours. But we right? all have 24 hours. But we all have 24 hours. And you, you can't create more you time can't out create of more thin time. air. Right. So. so you have to figure out how can we cut? What do we need? What do we not need? And yeah. then how can we prioritize the time that we do have? And perhaps you've just never thought about it like that. That mm-hmm. like there are things that you need to take off your plate. You need to give to someone else. You need to delete completely, mm-hmm. you know. So hopefully this helps you trying to make some decisions with how to be more productive and more in control of your time this year. So thanks for joining us for this episode of the Moms in Motion podcast. Bye.